Welcome to Fate Family in the Force. I'm Annabeth. And I'm Oliver. Fate Family in the Force is a podcast about just that, our faith, our family, and our experiences as Oliver's in the Air Force. And on this episode, we talk about Moana. But first, a word from our sponsor. All right. Um, captain of the ship today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're captain. I'll listen. I'm meaning like I'm leading the way in this podcast. It's basically what I want to talk about. And you're just here for like, you know, commentary. I'm always here for commentary. So what do you want to talk about today, babe? Okay. I want to talk about why Moana is my favorite movie. But first, just kidding. We already did a word from our sponsor. Um, (laughs) But if you were on an island, deserted, all by yourself, and you could take three movies, what three movies are you taking? Okay. So I obviously, if you know me, I ask this question a lot to other people too, right? But it's pretty tough for me to come up with an answer because my movies change constantly. I'm always thinking of something better, something cooler, something I'd like. First, Nacho Libre. That's a consistent answer I'll give you. So Nacho Libre, yes, with Jack Black, yes, with the soundtrack and all of it. I love it. And second, I think I would take About Time. It's kind of like the British movie where the sun goes back in time and like falls in love and time travel type thing. It's so good. I cry like a baby in time. But it's not about time travel. Like you're... If you think it's about time travel, you're missing the whole point in the movie. It's a, it is a good movie. It's a great movie. All right. Well, I guess this is not my question anymore. My third one is probably one that Annabeth's going to say is Yesterday. It's about um, a young gentleman who is a musician and the whole world forgets about the Beatles. And he's the only one who remembers. And it's just like, oh, it's so good. It's one of my favorite movies, but it definitely makes my top three on a deserted island. What three movies would you take, Annabeth? Okay. Yesterday is also in my top three. It is such a good movie. And again, if you think it's about the Beatles, you're missing the point. It's so good. And then Remember the Titans has been my favorite movie for forever. Like as long as I can remember since the first time I watched it, probably I'll watch it over and over again classic so good i love a good sports movie you know yeah you do (laughs) literally she'll choose to watch a sports movie or sports and i'm like "Uh, can we watch fever pitch or nacho libre those are kind of sports movies (laughs) (laughs) and then my third one is moana obviously and but I want to talk specifically, the other, all the other movies we mentioned are great. I would watch them anytime, recommend them to anyone. But I want to talk about Moana because when we saw it, I had like a spiritual experience. Wow. When did we watch this together? Like when, when and where? What was the background for this? Because it's a fairly new Disney movie, but I don't remember that well. Yeah, I want to say it was when we were in Columbus, or no. It had to have been before that, right? I don't remember. I'm going to look and see when it came out. You keep talking. All right, so... Uh, 2016. 
Moana came out in 2016, so yeah, we would have been in Colorado when we saw that. And I remember Annabeth being so excited about it, and I watched it, and I was like, yeah, that was a w- above-average Disney movie. And then, you know, Disney in that time frame came out with a bunch of movies and stuff similar. But I enjoyed it, like, more than normal. I don't know. It was good. Yeah, but I remember walking out of the movie theater, and you were like, what did you think? And I was like, I loved it. What did you think? You're like, it was okay. And I was like, what? Like, it was the best Disney movie ever. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I do remember that now because I do that thing. And I always ask people, like, what was your favorite part? What did you think about it? And Annabeth hates being asked that. So what's your first topic about Moana that you want to dive into? Well, just overall, the main thing is... It is such a good example of like your Christian life and feeling or just following God and your calling and like what he has for your life and the purpose of your life. It's the best example, like the best secular thing I've heard or seen that is perfectly I don't know that you can talk about your Christianity yeah definitely I kind of thought it was more of like a coming of age type thing which it isn't but I mean that's I enjoy those type of books you know you catch her in the rye and like literally almost all movies are kind of based on that with young teenagers and young adults and stuff is a big coming of age Uh, mentality but I agree with Annabeth it has very strong undertones and things like that of the Christian message even though it's a pretty secular movie I mean in terms of Disney and I will say I actually (laughs) I've like preached a sermon one time in my life like in front of a whole church and I literally used Moana in my sermon. <laughs> like, I'm very passionate about this. I was so proud of you. That was a, one of the best sermons I've ever heard. It's my number one. Like I remember that. And because the church we were in was a lot more traditional, but a lot of people had kids. It was like a really weird compliment there. Um, and so all the parents who had seen Moana because of their young kids like really got the sermon. And I thought they were going to make her preach every Sunday from then. No, definitely not. But it is a great, if you have kids, it is a great movie to watch and talk to them about God and like following what he has in store for your life. I think, I think it's really, really good for that and a good way to introduce kids to that sort of topic, I think. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. Okay, so just some examples throughout the movie of I can back up my case for this being like very Christian-like movie. So a few things. One, so in the in the movie, if you haven't seen it, just go watch it and you'll it'll make more sense. But basically, the ocean is like the God figure in this example, and Moana is I mean who she would be like any human on earth talking and following God right and so she has to basically the ocean chooses her to restore the heart of Tafiti, which you know 
you'll have to watch the movie for all that to make sense. But chooses her to go on this journey and do the thing, right? And Moana's dad doesn't want her to go, of course. And Moana's grandmother is like so awesome and it's like go like this is what you're made for the ocean chose you and all this stuff and then there's uh the guy that plays what's the guy's name the rock but what's his name maui, in the, maui thank you <laughs> i act like this is my favorite movie i don't even know maui um and then there's him and he's kind of like resistant at first and then of course he's like oh you're a cool kid like i'll help you out and so all of that's going on, and Moana's mom's in there too, but she didn't really do that much. <laughs> um, and so that's like the basic premise of the movie, I guess I would say. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think anyone needs to watch it now. You pretty much spelt it all out. It has songs in it, so it's kind of a musical, but you know, in a Disney fashion, it doesn't, it's not all music. Right. But the songs, are the music so good because Lynn Moel Miranda, the guy that does ha- wrote Hamilton and stuff, also did the music for this. So of course it's gonna be good. If you like Hamilton, I don't. I've never met anybody that doesn't like Hamilton. Have you? Well, that's a whole another podcast for another time. So back to Moana. Okay, so a couple examples. Um, in one of the songs, the grandmother is singing and she is talking about how Moana is, you know, meant to fulfill this purpose and basically save the world, (laughs) especially specifically their island that they live on. And the line in the song, she says, like, you are your father's daughter. Mind what he says, but remember, you might hear a voice inside. And then, you know, she goes on. And I think that's, just a good example, like, uh, talking to kids and just us as adults, like, yes, we have to honor our parents and, um, be obedient, follow what they said, what they say, or, you know, we have to do what our boss says at work or I don't know, what are some other examples? No, that's exactly right. I think that puts it the parent thing is kind of easy because most everyone has parents, right? And bosses and works and just a, an authority figure who you have to follow. But at the same time, like there may be some conflicting voices inside that tell you like, oh, no, I'm actually called or I need to be doing something else. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, you know, in this example, the voice inside would be a God, you know. Um, and then another example is the darkness spread and made them forget who they are. That was another line in the movie. And like the darkness is like slowly taking over their island and like killing their plants and things. Um, And they used to be voyagers. I don't know if this is going to make sense (laughs) if you haven't seen the movie, but a long time ago, her Moana's people used to be voyagers. They would like travel and find islands and do all these things anyway so the darkness spread and made them forget who they are and I was like oh my gosh that's such that's that's so true for us when darkness takes over in our life or in the world when the devil is getting a hold on us like of course we're gonna forget who we are like of course we're gonna forget that we are Christian and Jesus followers and 
we're not going to fulfill that purpose or go after that calling or chase after God when we when darkness starts to get a hold on us. Yeah, that's a, it's a beautiful analogy. I mean, since the beginning of time, right? And then even in short seasons of your lives, some, you know, or longer seasons that happens and it, you can lose sight of who you are and whose you are. And I think that's something to always remember. Yeah. Okay. So the next one I that stood out to me is the Moana or Maui's talking to her and she, he's like, why would the ocean choose you? You're just a kid. And she says, why would it choose me? I don't even know how to get past the reef because she's trying to, you know, leave the island. And she has to like sail this boat and she's never sailed before. And I, we like, if you grew up in church, you always hear kind of like, God is going to call you and then he'll help you. Like you don't have to have it all together or you don't have to know how to do these things beforehand. You just have to say yes. Um, and then he'll teach you or he'll put people in your life or he'll give you the resources you need. He'll give you the confidence, et cetera, et cetera. And so I thought that was a great example of she didn't know how to sail and she didn't know why the ocean chose her to do this, but she said yes. And like, that's all the ocean needed, you know? Yeah. And you know, like God sometimes tells us in our lives, like, Hey, I'm choosing you to do this thing. Just say, yes, I'll figure it all out. Like, those aren't, some things aren't for you to figure out right away, especially if you're like Annabeth and I, who kind of want to have control and understanding of things. And you just have to be accepting of that. You may not have the understanding and clarity right then, but he's going to make a way. And also this is going like deep and there's no, um, really way to know if this is true or not this is just me speculating but in the movie they talk her mom tells her a story about how her dad actually wanted was called to the ocean too and wanted to sail and wanted to do these things and then an accident happened and that's why he's so tough and doesn't want her to leave he wants to protect her and stuff um so speculation on in on my part is that the ocean actually was going to choose her dad. And he said, no, he didn't, he wouldn't go. And then it got, you know, passed on to her. That's just me, like, again, speculating, but that's true. Like if we say no, that God's going to ask someone else. And her dad did know how to sail. Right. And he said no. And so possibly he said no. And so Moana didn't know how to sail and maybe wasn't ready, quote unquote ready. Um, but she was willing to say yes. And again, that's like all the ocean needed was someone that would say yes. Wow. We're getting a deep dive into Moana and Annabeth's like speculation of what it is but it kind of makes sense like once you if you've seen the movie or if you watch it after you hear this you'll probably pick up on some of the stuff and really enjoy it and i love it's a good movie maybe we should watch it again sometime absolutely okay so the next thing is um throughout the movie like the ocean helps her in certain ways like when Maui's throwing her off the boat and the ocean like throws her back on the boat (laughs) like um 
but then there's sometimes like that the ocean doesn't do anything and she has to do it herself, which is like so such life, right? Like we ask God to help us and we think he's not or he, we think he's silent. And of course he's not. But there are times that he, you know, is like, I've given you this. Now you have to do it. Like I can't, you know, do everything for you. You have free will and you have to make these choices and these decisions. Um, but then other times, like God throws stuff right in our lap and we're like, oh, wow, you know. And so, but one of the things I thought was really cool and funny is she like ask the ocean for help um when she's like lost or something trying to get to this island and she asks the ocean for help and it just starts pouring down rain and like ocean or sorry uh thunder and lightning and the waves get really big and she's like gets really mad and is like yelling like um and scared and stuff and then she I don't really know if like falls asleep or passes out or like what happens, but she ends up on like wakes up and she's on an island and she like goes over to the ocean is like yelling. She's like, really? Like I asked you for help. What the heck? And then she realizes she's at the island that she was trying to get to. And I think that again is like such like God and life because we ask God for help. And then all these bad things happen. Storms come in our life. It's a terrible season or we have, you know, a rough patch. And we think like, oh my gosh, God's not helping me at all. Like I asked him to help me and he's doing nothing. He, he's letting all this bad stuff happen to me. And then we go and yell at him and we're like, what the heck, God? And then all along, he worked it out for our good. Wow. That was beautiful. There is a lot there, guys. I agree with all the things. Obviously, as y'all can tell, Annabeth is really running this episode, and she has a lot to say about it, so I'm kind of just sitting here making sure everything goes smoothly. But it is just such a beautiful thing, and I think what Annabeth just described is the hard part about Christianity, especially if you're a young Christian and you're just kind of getting into it, or you're even unsure and you're like on the fence about it, is because you can sit here and talk about all these bad things and all the things that were unfair and all this stuff. And depending on how your outlook is of it, can either turn it into a positive spin and a thing that God has done for you, or the exact opposite, the thing that God has like done the opposite for you and cursed you for and stuff like that. And it sounds cheesy, but like, I think just having the more positive outlook on it may help your Christian walk in that and be like, you know what? God is using whatever these things are for his reason. He's going to get me to my Island. It may not be through the Avenue. It may be through some storms and wind, but at the end of the day, like once I can have some hindsight and look back, I can maybe get a little mad and then have that realization, the Moana moment. I like that. Moana moment. Um, so the next thing is Moana is talking to Maui and he is telling her basically her story of how he's a demigod and how he became a demigod, yada, yada. And um, basically he was like born a human and then the gods chose him and to be a demigod or something like that. And she says, like, you have to think about it as 
the gods saw someone who was worthy of being saved. And I just think that's so beautiful because that's how God sees us. Like, that's why Jesus came. That's why he sent his son. That's why Jesus died for us is because he saw a people, like every single person on earth and thought you are worthy of being saved. Absolutely. That's so beautiful. And amen. And yeah, another Moana moment right there in the midst of us. Okay. There are so many others, like really the whole movie is just so full of so many good little Christian spiritual nuggets. I don't know. But the last one I'm going to talk about is the end of the movie. She goes to restore the heart to save her people and all this stuff. And she thinks her and Maui think that they're going to have to go and like kill or defeat um, this volcano lava person (laughs) and they realize well Moana realizes that that they don't have to do that that she actually needs to like give the heart restore the heart and give it back to the person and I just think like it's a really cool because instead of them having to defeat this the evil person or whatever like they actually had to show her love and like love healed her and like saved the people, not killing or defeating someone. I just think that's really cool. That's really cool. Yeah. I mean, I kind of got, and when I remember watching it a couple times, a handful of times we watched it now, when it gets to the part, I always get confused. Like, what island they're on i'm like are they on the tafiti island or the one they just came from so i kind of like have blocked that portion of the the battle out personally but it's great like i mean that's such a huge take on it and it's something that we should take to our daily walks in our daily life is that love really is the ultimate you know um, that's the greatest commandment to love one another as I've loved you, right? John 13, 34 and 35. And just keeping that in your hip pocket and on the, on your forehead, if you will, like really can make a difference in your life to choose love instead of destruction. Yeah. I mean, that's all throughout the Bible, like faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love and love covers a multitude of sin. Like, we just need to love and it love will bring healing for sure. Absolutely. Well, where do you want to take this ship now? Well, I think we're going to dock it. <laughs> I think we're going to be done. And I'll just say, go watch Moana if you haven't seen it. And if you have seen it, but didn't think about all the Christian spiritual things um, and compare it to your life, <laughs> like go watch it again and just, really I don't know think and like honestly pray about like it's I don't know I just think it's a great movie and can be super helpful for you or if you have kids and you want to talk to them about Christianity like it's a great example to use and do you have anything else I have one more question but do you have anything else no go for it okay send us like on social media um tell us if you have something that 
is secular, like a song, a book, a movie, or whatever that you saw um, or experienced and were like, oh my gosh, and it changed your Christian life or really made you think about your spiritual life, even though it wasn't quote unquote Christian or spiritual. Does that make sense? Yeah. Send us your Moana moments. I hope you guys enjoy the show. Have a good one.